Welcome to the Lynn Sanity, a podcast for the Running Hook Podcast. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Lynn Sanity Podcast, part of the Running Hook Podcast Network. And before we get into this episode where we talk playoff picture, uh, we have a glorious get the sack segment and the list goes on uh we just want to give a shout out to the uh podcasts that are continuing to be produced on our network uh circle city cinema uh producing uh episodes on a consistent basis now uh bryce is is now basically uh taking a side gig he's basically Ooh. saying that lynn sanity's trash and he's moving over to the circle city cinema he's got a Ooh. side contract that i don't know about i feel uh, like so, i'm i feel like i'm back on that podcast yeah. grind man when we yeah. about a year ago yeah he, he uh he's 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 been doing that lately taking on that project uh with zach uh and it's been it's been a joy to, to hear the stories of of those podcasts coming together. So uh, do not be afraid to check those out. We got Alex and Dylan, uh, you know, just pounding the power hours out like nobody's business discussing the league, what's hot, what's not. The NBA has been a whole lot better just in the last month, uh, which I think, you know, they've really described that and gotten into detail on that. And so I would highly recommend checking that out. The Divine Rhyme still on that break. We'll see what happens in terms of putting out episodes. And uh, But other than that, here we are uh, back here on the network, uh, and on the Lynn Sandy podcast and, and Bryce just, you know, what, what a week we got the playoffs coming back, uh, a lot to unpack, you know, in terms of, you know, all of the moves that happened coaching wise that I know you and I want to get into and, you know, just, just the way everything fell out Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it, we, another weird wild week of the last day of, of the regular season. And then immediately following we get black Monday where uh, we we got people getting fired left and right, uh, potentially more to come. Uh, we shall see. We have a lot. We have a couple interim coaches in the NFL uh, that is yet to be seen how that will pan out. So there's a lot of moving parts, a lot of great gigs that are out there, a lot of great candidates that are out there. It'll be interesting to see who bites um, and who pans out next season. And and that's and and let's get into it. Um, you know, I think. There's plenty of guys that we've talked about, Bryce. We've been like, okay, this guy, this guy's had enough. You know, we like to see where coaches land. We like to see where front offices land. Um, and, you know, Bryce, I think the one consistent team that we're like, they've got to move on. They've got to, they've got to do something is the Chicago Bears. The Chicago Bears with Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace. Matt Nagy, Ryan Pace, both out of the picture. They are done. They're going clean slate. Um, you know, I mean, we can talk about it. I, I think with, with what Nagy has done is he has came into this position. He, he, he was supposed to be this great offensive mind. And the fact is Matt Nagy hasn't been that for them. The offense has not been great. This is a core. That's just, it's just getting older, especially on defense. <laughs> and I just think Bryce, they are, they are not being patient everything they are trying to do is to hit a home run early and the bears don't have the talent and never did have the talent over the last two years to do that. So let's, let's start off with pace. You know, when you look at it from a front office perspective and how they've developed this team and now the fact that he's fired first off, do you think it's the right move? I know what you're going to say, but let's, let's answer that first. And then second off, do you think that the bears what do you think the Bears, you know, that new candidate could do in the front office with limited draft capital and things of that nature? 
Well, um, the answer is yes. I mean, it, it was obviously time to move on from Ryan Pace um, and, and Matt Nagy. But uh, looking at the front office, I think you have some really good building blocks. I think there are some relationships that you need to try to um, restore and mend uh, to, to keep that 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 building, that building block going. Um, I think they have some great candidates that they're, that they're wanting to talk to. Um, they want to talk to a lot of assistant general managers, um, some VPs that are ready to, to take that next step. Some, some director of the college scouting director of player personnel, including there, there's two Colts staffers that the bears want to talk to um, from what I'm here. I mean, there's a lot of Colts names, staffers being thrown around, uh, not just in the coaching tree, but in the front office tree. Uh, obviously, they want to model uh, what, what what they have with with Frank Reich and what they have um, with, with Chris Ballard. And, and, and I totally understand why. I think you got something good with Justin Fields. I think first you have to find a coach that's going to fit him or you need to find an offensive coordinator that's going to fit him. I think defense, you have some building blocks. Eddie Jackson's a stud. Yeah. Um, it's a joke that that some of the some of that front seven from the Bears isn't uh, they're not pro bowlers. Uh, Roquan Smith is a stud. Uh, Robert Quinn had a heck of a season. I know we we've roasted him in the past for for just being absent, um, but he is he had an amazing season. So I think they they still have pieces, right? Um, maybe you can resurrect Allen Robinson after the season he just had. Um, and we we saw David Montgomery kind of break out this season. I agree. So I think I think you have some pieces there. I think this is a good job to get into. So, um, you know, the GMs, surely like if Allen Robinson wants to leave, uh, may, maybe you try to trade. I know he's a free agent. Maybe you try to do a sign and trade or something like that. Yeah. Um, try to get something for him. Yeah, I, I think that's going to be the first order of business is coming in, looking at your star players. Who's going to be a free agent? Who's not? Who are you going to use your franchise tag on uh, to try and convince them? Hey, this is the right franchise for you. And we want you here. So I think that's going to be the biggest the biggest challenge up front. Yeah. And the most and I think you yeah, 100 percent agree with what you're saying. You know, you got to look at all options. Look at this roster, who you want to develop, who's your core. And then I think, Bryce, you have to find a general manager that believes in Justin Fields, that believes that Justin Fields is a game changing quarterback, that believes in under his tutelage, that he can develop something that supports him. Okay, I think that that is crucial for this front office. They've got to hit on the offensive lineman. They can't sit there, cut Charles Leno. They got to get some guys, some starters who could come in there and produce. And I, I'm I'm a believer um, in the fact that they've got such a they've got a franchise. I think Bryce that people um, would want to go to if they're trending in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to have the the key for them is I just. With that defense being so old, you know, you're, you're, you can't have, too, you don't have too much room with this defense. You're, you're really trying, if you're really trying to win and win early, which I don't think is going to happen, but I think you almost have to think that way with the defense, then you're going to have to maybe make some moves, maybe look at an offseason and say, okay, what, where, where's my options? Is Khalil Mack happy with the last couple seasons? Uh, you know, is Akeem, is Akeem Hicks somebody that you want to come in and, and, and replace? I, the Chicago Bears are going to have to make some big-time decisions, and, and that's where, in my opinion, the head coach comes in, Bryce. When, you know, you're talking about Matt Nagy, Matt Nagy didn't make the right decisions. He didn't handle the quarterback situation well. He didn't, he didn't put the 
situation in the best hands for Justin Fields. He just, he did not make him successful. And I understand he's a rookie and I understand there's growth to him, but if you start him off in a bad spot, Bryce, it's not going to do him good. So let's start off with Nagy. Do you believe that Nagy should have gotten the sack? I'll know your answer, but let's address it. And then second off, when it comes to the Bears, are you just looking for a great coach? Are you caring about what side of the ball that that coach specializes in, whether that's a defensive side or offensive side? Uh, well, yeah, Matt Nagy obviously deserved the sack. Uh, we've been calling for that this season, and and it's happened. Yeah. Um, you know, I kind of like the mix that the Bears are going with as far as interviews. A lot of defensive coordinators, a lot of offensive coordinators. Um, obviously, they believe that I don't think either side of the ball matters unless this is just a game for them, which I, I don't believe it is. I don't believe it is. Um, you know, and we look at these names, they're, they're pretty big names. Yeah. Uh, they've already interviewed Doug Peterson. Um, they want to interview Leslie Frazier. He's been a head coach before Todd yeah. Bowles. He's been a head coach before yeah. Byron Leftwich, miss me, Brian Dabble. Uh, we know what he's been able to do with that Bills offense. Matt Eberflus, Brian Flores, which I think is a ding, ding, ding winner in Chicago, in we'll my talk, opinion. We'll talk about that. Um, we'll talk about that. And then Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn is getting mentioned very often. I don't think he's a head coach anymore. I really don't. Um, but anyways, I, I think that you can go either way here with the with with the Bears. Um I really like Brian Flores as a fit there because Chicago is a big market. You need a guy who's tough, especially with the media that has thick skin. And he's that guy. He's that guy. Yeah, well, I like Flores a lot. Okay. I, I think, yeah, I think he's the top 10 coach of football. But the big thing for me is when it comes to Flores, Bryce, I mean, I got to get some sort of package with an offensive coordinator. I, I mean, I'm sorry. I think he'll attract that though. Yeah. Well, well, let's look at it though, Bryce. Let's look at it. They had two, they had, they went and went, they went with co-offensive coordinators this year. They go out, they have Chan Gailey the year before that. Chan Gailey, something I was reading heading into this, Bryce, walked away from $6 million. Just walked away $6 million. And it was because of the relationship and the dynamic with Flores and him. I mean, I have to sit there and question, Bryce, What's the dynamic like with Flores offensively? Can they find somebody who can make this work, who, who has a relationship with Flores offensively that can do it? Is, is I mean, I, I know this name's going to come up a lot when you're thinking about packages, but like, is that is a Joe Brady fit making sense there in Chicago? Can I get Brian Flores along with Joe Brady and package that and make that something interesting, right? There's going to, they're, they're going to have to, Flores is going to have to do that. Uh, and I think, you know, really, if you're going to go with the defensive coach, you have to show that you believe in fields enough to where, like, I mean, Bryce, I, I mean, I feel like you almost have to pull a McVay and Wade Phillips for this job. And what I mean by that is you got to hire somebody. Like, if you're going to hire Flores, you just know he's going to take the defensive side of the ball. You just know it. His track record suggests it. They're going to be a top 10 unit. But then Flores can't worry squad about the offense. He's just got to focus on the defense. And that's where I think getting a good, solid offensive coordinator is crucial for the Chicago Bears. It's crucial. Maybe if Doug Peterson strikes out, then maybe I'm going to Doug Peterson to be by us. Okay, maybe that's what maybe that's what it is. I don't know. They got to do something. Interesting. So so then let me ask you this. Yeah. Because this is going to come up a lot in our discussions here with yeah. all these teams. Yeah. 
where does Jim Harbaugh fit into all this for you? Well, I, I don't, I, well, I, I'm, I'm of the belief that I think somebody's going to have to offer him the King's ransom to leave Michigan. I think, I think they're going to have to, I, I don't think he's just begging to leave. I, I just don't. I, I mean, so I, I, cause I have my own opinion about this. I have yeah. my own opinion about yeah, this. Yeah, go ahead. So, so Jim Harbaugh and in, in recent interviews, right. Money has come up a lot. Yep. Okay. Um, in several different form and fashions, right? Sure. They asked Jim Harbaugh, okay, he gets all this bonus money for winning all these games, right? Big 10 championship, making the playoffs, so on and so forth, right? Yep. So then he says, okay, uh, it's just money. I don't really care about money. It's just money. I took a pay cut. Uh, so did every, all, all the rest of my staffers. They restructure my contract because I've been garbage. It's yep. just money. I don't care. Right. Then he gets all the bonus money that he's earned this season. He donates to his staffers who took pay cuts from last season because of COVID. Correct. Okay. Putting his money where his mouth is, right? That money doesn't matter. Correct. So why, why are we getting Jim Harbaugh to the NFL's rumors resurfacing after he has a phenomenal year at Michigan? And he says publicly, right. We are just getting started. And you publicly yeah. trash Ohio or you throw shade at Ryan Day publicly. And now all of a sudden you're saying you're going to leave for the NFL. One of two things are, are, are happening. One. OK, first thing, Jim Harbaugh is actually serious about going back to the NFL. We, we hear this almost every single season. The second thing is he's using this as leverage. He's using this to get a, a new contract and get get all of his money back, which at that point, all the stuff that he says about mo- it's just money is invalid. And you're just like everyone else. Yeah, maybe. Uh, so maybe. I, I don't I don't know. I don't know. So I, now here's what I will say. Jim Harbaugh stock. This is the highest it's probably going to be right now. This is the highest Jim Harbaugh stock is going to be because of what he's did with, with that roster at Michigan this year. And as far as he went. Yeah. And his players stock are high and a lot of them are jumping to the NFL. So now he's going to be looking at, I wouldn't say a complete rebuild at Michigan. He's got some freshmen that, that were pretty good this year, right? But he's going to have a lot of young guys. You know, does he really want to go through that again? I don't know. I don't know. Well, and, and and that's an interesting transition, I think to the next team, right? You know, when you fire Brian Flores, but yes. you don't fire the general manager. The the first reaction, I think, for a lot of people is, well, who did you find that's better? Who did you find that you think is better? Who did you who's the dream candidate? Well, Stephen Ross has always he's always been a hardball guy. Harbaugh, he's been a hardball, you know, guy. and I mean, that that seems like you fill, you fill the blank in. And that's what it seems, even though Ross is saying, hey, you know, this is. I'm happy for Harbaugh in Michigan. I'm happy that he's doing this. And I'm, I'm saying this, I'm and doing that. And just like what you would expect. But Bryce, I mean, you know, let's just get into it from the coaching perspective here. What, I mean, where, where, did you agree? Did you agree with the firing? Well, you know, we can't sit there and say, we know the next coach. Cause we don't, you know, it's not, we just know he got fired. So, do you agree with the fact that he got fired? Do you think that the reasons were there for him to get fired from all that we've read, all the reports, do you think that makes sense? And then if you're the dolphins and you fire somebody who has seemed to put a couple of really solid seasons together, who do you think will be better 
and then make the culture that you had in terms of being able to put a product on the field better. Oh man. I've been waiting for this one. Caleb, uh, Brian Flores did not, did not deserve to get fired. Now here's, here's what's come out after he's been fired. Okay. And I think this came out yesterday, I believe. Yeah. A story leaked to Jeff Darlington, who's well-respected. He's well-sourced that, that Flores um, had a, had a bad relate or a deteriorating relationship with Tua um, to the point where there was reports of a shouting profanity laced match between Tua and Brian Flores, Brian Flores demanding Tua play better, um, which to be honest, I can see. Um, and, and I can understand where Flores is coming from. And half. then, right. And then uh, Flores and, and uh, the general manager, Chris Greer's relationship uh, was going downhill as well. And rightfully so, because there are a lot of offseason moves that the Dolphins made that did not make sense. You just cut Kyle Van Noy. You just cut him. Right. Or, uh, you, right. Let him go. You know, you, you, you have disgruntled Xavier Howard who played like garbage the first half of the season because right. he wasn't getting a contract. Right. Uh, you go out and you draft Jalen, that Jalen Waddle pick actually worked out for them, but you did nothing on the offensive line. Yeah, that's it was absolutely point. garbage. Yeah. So, so now Brian Flores is the fall guy. I do believe that Miami leaked that story to Darlington. I hundred to justify the firing. I 100% believe that. And, and and here here's my thing. So Stephen Ross is a Jim Harbaugh guy. Jim or Stephen Ross has come out and said we are not in pursuit of Jim Harbaugh. We yeah. do not have anything lined up. I call bull crap on that because listen to this, Caleb. I want you to listen to the requested slash planned head coach interviews. I want you to listen to these guys. Okay. okay? Leslie Frazier, Kellen Moore, Vance Joseph. Mike McDaniel, the 49ers offensive coordinator. That's a name that you haven't heard whatsoever. Hmm. And then Brian Dable. The only one that, that, that would legitimately be good for them would probably be Brian Dable. Maybe for them, for them, for them. None of these guys make sense. We know what they are. We know what they are. Yeah. Kellen Moore is not ready for a head coaching job. Mike McDaniel. I've never even heard of that guy. And we know Kyle Shanahan has run the offense over there. Right. Period. You'd be a, like a right thing. It was like right at Sirianni. Right. And, and lightning doesn't strike twice like that. No. So I, I don't, I, these names don't make sense. This is all smoke and mirrors. This is, I, I think Harbaugh, I think he's talked to Harbaugh. I think there is, there has been interest. There's been flirting between the two. Um, I just don't buy it. And, and I feel like Steven Ross, you, you don't make a move like this with Flores. Unless you have something better to your point. Well, or you've got a pro you've got, or you've got two, you're two steps ahead. So what I mean by that is um, I, I, so what I'm reading, what I'm seeing, curious to hear your thoughts on what you've seen as well. The reason the Watson deal was not pulled by the Miami Dolphins was because of ownership. So yes. if the Miami, if the Miami Dolphins have decided, not Brian Flores, Brian Flores wanted Sean Watson. I think if you're, I think if you're trying to get Jim Harbaugh and you know that Jim Harbaugh would be interested in coming back to the league. I think getting Deshaun Watson is a part of that King's ransom that I'm at, that I'm, that I mentioned. You, so you're you saying it's it, contingent. I'm saying, yeah, I do. I think you've got to, I think you've got to go get a guy like Watson. I think you've got to go get um, – you've got to know how to use your capital. 
I mean, Bryce, I, there's a tweet out there right now that I think is just it's very interesting when you're evaluating the Dolphins from a general management standpoint. Basically, four guys you don't know and Devontae Parker, okay? If you cut them and you trade for Deshaun Watson, okay, and you, you have $74 million in cap space after trading for Deshaun Watson. And I'm telling you, these five guys, I'm going to see if I can pull this tweet up because it was very fascinating to me. You cut like... And I'm talking, Bryce, I'm talking guys that just aren't good. I'm talking Devontae Parker, Jesse Davis, Alan Hearns, Sathan Carter, Clayton Fedulam, and Greg Little. It would offset the financial burden, basically. This is from Neil Driscoll. It would offset the financial burden, and then they would have $74 million in addition to trading for Deshaun Watson. Bryce, that is a job a head coach would go for. And I'm talking... I'm talking top tier coach. What if, what if it costs you a lot of draft capital for the next like two, three years? I mean, Bryce, I think you got to look in the mirror. I think you, is, you know, is to attack of Iola, somebody that you want to build long-term with. Is he well, an answer for you? Because you and I both think that a combination of what's been going on there and Tua's play has been due to the fact that they're running a crap ton of RPOs, which is making every decision like 0.5 seconds or less. And he he is making quick decisions and quick reads. That is that's what he's doing. And he's good at it. But you and I both know it's because they're covering up the fact that they have no running game and no offensive line. So is Tua showing enough for you individually as a quarterback to keep it moving? Or if you're the Miami Dolphins, like, see, I and that's why I don't understand how Chris Greer is still there, Bryce. Why is Chris Greer still there? Chris Greer's been there for multiple different tenures. And he's the constant denominator. Yeah, yeah. And why this is going on. Why is Chris Greer there? Why is Rob Flores out and Chris Greer out, in? That just seems very odd to me. Because I think the, the, you should have fired both. If you should have fired both. If you, if, you wanted to fire, if you wanted to move on, you should have fired both. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I, I, don't, I don't understand it. I'm confused. It's it's confusing because you got to think they want somebody better, which all with all due respect, every single guy you just mentioned, Bryce, I take Brian Flores over every single one of them, every single one of them, and I I cannot sit here and justify. You got to bring in somebody big, and you know maybe you bring in somebody that believes in Tua. Maybe that's the goal. Maybe it's because Flores didn't believe in him. But you know, I don't if know how Flores many people are out there like but, that. But Bryce, if if if, if Flores was really a believer in Herbert. There's been a lot of conflicting things. You know, if Flores is a believer in Herbert or two or whatever. If he was a believer in Herbert, I who can blame him for getting a little upset? I mean, I'm just saying, you know what Herbert's doing. His talent's ridiculous. Well, he can push it down the field. He I can mean, push it down the throwing five yard passes. He's throwing five yard passes. And that this last offseason, Bryce, what'd you do? You went out and paid 13 million for a guy that ran 80 yards down the field and went fuller all the time. Yeah, and he got hurt. Now, I understand he got hurt, but you think Tua Tagovailoa would have taken advantage of the deep ball? No, 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 no. I don't think so. No, he wouldn't have taken advantage of Will Fuller. So it, it just makes me wonder. It, there's a lot of questions I have about how they're going to approach this. Next up, um, the New York Giants. New York Giants, uh, Dave Gettleman retired. 
Uh, no, no, no. Unacceptable. Unacceptable. I don't use uh, that word. What? Don't use don't use retire. You know, like he retired? No, he didn't retire. Oh, I no, you no, think, no, you think no, they no, pushed no, him out no, the no. door. You oh, they pushed him out the door. Hundred percent to save face. Gettleman is a garbage GM. He is a garbage <laughs> GM. No, you sign Kenny Colliday, you get zero touchdowns. You draft Gadarius Tony in the first round. He gets hurt all the time and doesn't score a single touchdown all season. No, you are a garbage GM. You're, you drafted Daniel Jones to be your quarterback. You're what he did garbage. in Carolina was it bad? You're garbage. He You're garbage. He, he, what he did in he Carolina He did not was retire. He, he didn't he, retire. He's garbage. He was not bad in Carolina. Garbage. He he was. If you said he was bad He's for the Giants, trash. that's fine. But he He's was bad. Trash. <laughs> I don't even know. I who even wants this job? Well, that's the question. This team that here's here's the thing. Seriously, like, I don't even know who to go with. Like from a GM perspective, they are depleted in draft picks. They are listen to this, by the way. They have two million dollars in cat space. You're kidding me. Where's all their money? And, look at What's it. it all wrapped look up at, in? Look Galladay? You have, you have, you have, I mean, look at their contracts. I'll, I'll, I'll pull it up right now. I'll pull it up what right is, now. What is, so you're looking so, at, with the New York Giants, you're looking at spot track. Everybody go to spot track. It's the cheat code. Uh, Kenny Galladay, four for 72 million. Leonard Williams, three for 63. Oh. Shepard, four for 41. Bradbury, three for 43. Thomas, four for 32. Adore Jackson, three for 39. You follow the math, you're looking at some big contracts, Price, and you're looking at contracts with 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 just you have no flexibility. And Bryce, you made all of your moves this last offseason. Every single one of them. You made every single one of them. You made every single one of them this last offseason. So you are Why stuck is, for a while with these contracts. Why is a Dory Jackson making so much? Why was he? Right. You know, you, you saw him. You, you and I, you and I see, you and I see the AFC South. Leonard Williams is their highest paid player. Which I like Leonard Williams. He shouldn't be paid that. High. Oh, he's good, but nine, he's going to make nineteen million dollars this year. Yeah, forty-five million guaranteed. <laughs> the, the Giants are the Giants have spent a crap ton of money. Why is and, Kyle Rudolph making five million dollars? The Giants, the Giants, I mean, you, you wanted the question. I mean, their their cap situation is a mess. It's a mess. Bro, and, and they're they're a team that you 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 don't have flexibility, Bryce. You don't have flexibility. You don't have flexibility to go younger. Your guys are locked into too your your guys are locked in too long. Dude, what they're gonna are... they're probably gonna have to take Daniel Jones for the one year, but I think there's no way in the yeah, world they are exercise the fifth year option. They're gonna pay him 20 million if they exercise the fifth year option. The Giants are an absolute mess. I think this is the worst opening. I don't even think it's close. I think it's the worst opening for a general manager to figure out. Oh because they've got no they've Lord. got they, their their core offensive pieces are miserable. And Saquon the, Barkley, the New, York, like, the New York media, the New York know. media is going to rut. The, the New York media is going to get all over him. And I think, I think the Giants have to sit there, and and it's going to be a long road, man. Because you, this oh. team was supposed to win this season. As crazy as it sounds, Bryce. You look. Yeah, at the, I know. Like we, we were actually decent. Like we were like, oh, you know, like that defense played really well. They responded well to Joe Judge last year. Like. You know, from the general management perspective, I don't. I, I there's there's so many things you're stuck. You're stuck. I, there's really no other way to say it. You're Dude, stuck. Blake Martinez is on a thirty million dollar deal. 
Andrew Thomas is getting the bag from them. Which he's drafted, drafted, drafted. And he, he and you got to think, Bryce, you're going to look, you're going to look hideous when you got the other four giants offensive line. Dude, like. I get it. Yeah, I don't, I, I, it's bad. They literally job? don't even have, they literally don't even have like any, like, like coaches lined up for a. Okay, so well, so Pro Football Network is saying that Nathaniel Hackett, Marcus Brady, and Patrick Graham are three head coaching candidates who might make sense for the Giants. That is not confirmed whatsoever. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think that's honestly, that's probably the way to go in the head coaching realm, right? Take a guy who's never been a head coach yeah, before I, that's yeah. young, right? And, and put him in there and give him time to build it. Right. You give them a good GM. Yeah. You make some moves. Maybe you trade off some of these guys. Seriously. Seriously. Okay. You can't think about this. I would probably try to trade Kenny Galladay away. Bryce, you can't. The money, the hard cap, your hard cap. You can find somebody to take. Oh, that. oh, come on, Bryce. You He's, can find somebody to take that. Bryce, I'm not going to take the, the pit, the, you, you know, the pouting. You can find somebody to take that. You think he's a you think he's a player people want to take on? No, here's the thing. Here's the thing. That's Jason the Garrett was his OC in New York. Okay, I get why he was complaining. I totally understand it. And the other part of it was he couldn't stay healthy this year. This year, at all. That's fair. That's fair. And I, that part of it gets for granted. I mean, so, no touchdowns there. I mean, you, there's there's a lot of people to blame, including Galladay. No touchdowns. Well, also Daniel Jones sucks. Well, and that's the other question. You're stuck with Daniel Jones at least. He sucks. You're you're stuck with him at least for next year, at least. You're stuck. You're stuck. I've with seen delusional movies. Giants fans trying to defend him. It's a joke. He it's sucks. A, yeah, you can't. You can't. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. Like he sucks. No, I mean it's 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 going to be a rough situation because your you, this team is consistently going through the drain with coaches, and you know this is a team that that hasn't been able to have much success because the foundation's rotten. They're spoiled. Price the last fifteen years, this organization has been carried. By, God help by Eli Manning and Tom which is Tom. weird, which, which is weird to say, which, which is weird to say. It is weird to say, but it's the truth. They have been carried by Manning and Coglin, and because of that, it would hid all of the other stuff. Giants <sighs> are a mess. Which God brings help us into the coaching position, which Joe Judge gets fired. Bryce, you you were you were kind of like a little more optimistic, and you know, and then I think the last couple of weeks we didn't really like get to discuss Judge. it in deep detail. Uh, but but. You know, I think it was it was it was time. There was it was time. You know, he said some things that were a little questionable uh, in terms of how he handled himself in the locker room, calling other uh, locker rooms out, calling him a clown show. I mean, I can't justify that. Okay, I mean, he 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 was not a good enough coach. He was not putting up good enough results to be able to do that. And then, as far as I'm concerned, this surrender formation is just a joke. I mean, you cannot sit here and have these okay, surrender that formations. That okay? was bad. I mean, third and nine, that's just stupid. As a coach, to, that to was do bad. That, after you sit there and preach about you want to win now, you want to win now, then you call up that card. I understand. I mean, I, like Bryce, I mean, this is a this is a team that you know I, they, there should have been. I, I think there should have been a little more progress. And the way he was acting, you could just tell in press conferences alone, he thought that he had some sort of superpower and he did not, it, no part of what he was doing deserved any superpowers or any legitimate praise. Uh, he, he, he was missing, the, he was missing it. He was missing that arrow. He was missing that target. And, you know, they obviously dropped uh, in terms of win success and, as far as I'm concerned, Bryce, there, there needs to be new energy um, 
new new energy there. Um, and I think there's got to be a very, I mean, we always say there's got to be a collaborative process between the front office and the coach. Okay. I get it. But like, you got to find, like, I don't know if they even have known their identity the last three years. No. And so no. you got to know what's the type of team do you want to build? What's the type of team? Are you wanting to be a, a grounded pound type of team, which in that case, you got to go address the offensive line, Bryce. Mm-hmm. Or if you want to be an aired out team, yes, you still got to address the offensive line. But I mean, they're going to have to do something to fix this. Joe Judge, to me, there's just so there, it, it, I think it was the right decision. What are your thoughts? Um, I like Joe Judge. I like how tough he is. I, I love the grit that he brings. Normally, I don't like the the guy that act like tough guys with the media. I don't know. It just kind of worked for Joe Judge. Um, I liked where they were heading. Not uh, last season. Uh, obviously this season really didn't pan out. A lot of things were bad. Uh, you should have never hired Jason Garrett as your offensive coordinator. That was your mistake. Um, Gettleman sucks as a GM. So he had that working against him. <sighs> I mean, he, I, 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 yeah, I, get I, I guess it's time. I hope Joe judge gets another opportunity somewhere. Eventually. I'm not saying it. I don't think any of these situations are right for him right now. Um, I don't, I think he's done. Totally. Yeah, yeah. Looking at the at the landscape right now, yeah, he might be done. I think he's he done. As a, I think he's done. I think he's done as a head coach. I don't. I don't. I don't really, honestly, know if he should be on a special team staff. <laughs> Next up oh, uh, is we'll, we'll flip it up uh, and, and go to the Broncos. Fangio ah. is gone. Uh, you know, and this was a fanny pack. Uh, Fangio. You know, he he was a defensive. He, he was great defensively. Um, but Bryce, I don't think it's a bad thing to say that sometimes you've just reached your capabilities. And if the same problem occurs and it's not getting, it's not improving, um, you have to adjust. And I think now the problem, and and you could argue that this problem with Denver Bryce has gone on longer than Banjo has been there. Absolutely. Well, you could, you could, there's a common, de- there's a common denominator here, Caleb. There is a common denominator. And I, and I, and that's where I'm going to ask you, what, what's your thoughts on this situation, Fangio firing, et cetera? Well, I, I'm going straight to the top here. I'm going with Mr. John Elway, the legend I am, I, himself. I, absolutely. I mean, absolutely. Stop, stop signing average mediocre quarterbacks. Well, you, honestly, and keeping. As much honestly, honestly, Caleb, when we look at that Peyton Manning situation, let's be honest here. I don't even think he knew that Peyton was ready to play. Oh, they got lucky. (laughs) They got so lucky. It was unbelievable how lucky they got. Right. I mean, yeah, Ursay made that decision, right? He just it was too much. There was too much at stake. I think Andrew Luck, you know, that decision didn't help. I I think if if we were in a different draft and it wasn't Andrew Luck, yeah, we probably would have kept him. Probably. Right. So, so LA got two Super Bowl appearances and a Super Bowl win out of it. Yeah. Um, But ever since then, what's he done? It's been Joe Flacco, Teddy Bridgewater, Drew Locke, Brock Osweiler, Paxton Lynch, Blake Bortles, Bortles, Kendall Hinton, who had to fill in. Um, I mean, I think that's for the top. Yeah. It is a mess. I never, we never felt like Vic Fangio was the right guy anyway to be at head no, coach. I don't no. think he's head coach material. No. Mark my words, though, Caleb. If, no. if Jim Harbaugh comes to the NFL, he will be the defensive coordinator. Period. Yeah. Yeah. F- fan, if, fan, if, it, if he doesn't, Fangio will get a DC spot somewhere. Yeah. He, he absolutely. It, it has nothing to do with his defensive acumen. They, they just had to blame it on somebody, Bryce. 
And are they yeah. going to blame it on the arguably greatest Denver Bronco of all time? No, no, they're not going to do that. He's grandfathered into that job, Bryce, for however long he wants it. Absolutely. And this is a team that I think has had obviously good skill players, solid running game, offensive line getting a little better. Uh, you know, the Von Miller trade, it, it needed to happen for a lot of reasons. Again, moving on from the from the Super Bowl Denver teams was appropriate. Uh, but if I'm if I'm the Broncos and I'm a coach, I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued because I think that this is this is an opportunity. You know, if you can fix that, get get a little upgrade at the quarterback spot, you, you're competitive in this division. Caleb, can I throw something out at you? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I know I know John Elway loves quarterbacks, doesn't he? Yes, he does. Would you would you think he would like a redheaded quarterback? I maybe named maybe name, maybe named name. Carson Wentz. That's a good question. Is that enough for him? Is that enough to, to move him off? And do I have the staff in place that would want to go back to the tank? I just, I just, him. listen, I just thought of this. Elway seems like the type of guy that would take that because we're, I'm, we're well, going to get yeah. to the Colts eventually. We're, I, I know, sorry guys, we're, we're taking pretty long on, on these, but no, it's, it's, it's big yeah. news. Yeah. Jim Mercer has made very strong statements. Yes. Frank Reich has said very cryptic things. I don't know. I don't know. You got to be open. I mean, you got to be open to upgrades. The fact is Carson Wentz is, a, is an upgrade for them. That's an upgrade for them. That's an upgrade. According I, don't, to- I don't know. I don't know what the Colts do at that point because they they really don't have anything other than maybe getting trying to get draft capital. Back. You're, you're stuck. You're not getting a first round pick, no. though. Yeah, it's no. You I might get shocked. a second. You might. You might. I mean, I think I think it's it's unreasonable to go to Denver and say I want a first for Wentz. Or honestly, no. you might. You. I mean, maybe I'm going. Man, second round seems tough. But I. I, I mean, that still seems tough. Yeah, Look, but what the I, thing is, that it, Ballard can do things with second and third round picks. I know, but I just don't know if he. I don't. If know he if gets Denver a third, I'd that. be fine. If he gets a third, I'd be fine. Man. man. I mean, because I think Denver should look into the market and another quarterback we'll get to in a minute uh, that I think would be interesting oh. there. Oh, okay. Uh, in terms of a you know team that we have that's officially put their their guy on the sack. I I, I think, oh I, I know think where this, you're going. I with think this, this is, and I then I also believe I also believe that that Denver needs to consider. I, I think that's a fantastic Jimmy G destination. I, I, oh, I think that's an interesting okay. Jimmy G destination because clearly he's balling. And especially in the second half. Interesting. I, I'd be I'd be interested in that. I think, you know, the Rogers decision, you know, I get it. But I don't really understand Rogers leaving. Jimmy G. Hey, you're you're interested in Cousins. You think you're you're intrigued by Cousins in Denver, aren't it, you? Yes, I am. Yes, I am. I'm I'm very intrigued with it. I think that is a guy that fits that system. If you if you can get if you can get somebody in there who can who can develop him. As far as I'm concerned, Interesting. I'm Shermer, Shermer's out there and Shermer work with cousins. And there's, there's, there's some chemistry there in Denver that I might hop in on. They got good receivers. They got good tight ends. They got a good running game. Okay. Kirk cousins isn't having to be Mr. Pretty ball. Okay. He just, 
Is he better than Drew Locke, Teddy Bridgewater? Yes. 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 Do I have to pay day one draft capital to get Kirk Cousins? No, probably no, not. Be, well, because he's on an, he's on an expiring because deal this coming expi- year. Yeah. Booyah, right. Bryce. Booyah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can say, let's just go for it for one season. And if he's my guy, guess what, Bryce? Resign. I get my guy. Yeah, right. And then if I don't get my guy, then I can get somebody else in the next offseason, which That's, you know there's that always is intriguing. That is intriguing. Next up, next up we'll get into the, the Jaguars. Uh, Urban Meyer out. And this, you know, it's long overdue. The general manager. Uh, uh, he he's got to get out of there. As far as I'm concerned, he's he's got to move on. You know, you got to you got to bring in some new energy, Bryce. I mean, you you've seen this team, you've seen this team for years. You've seen the lackluster uh, performances and organization that they've been uh, for, for for really an entire season and and for more. Uh, let's let's just look at this coaching job. Obviously, we've discussed the Urban Meyer thing and how we felt about the move and it was appropriate. But if I'm if I'm a coaching candidate, Bryce. You know, what's 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 your intrigue? What's what's your intrigue? And then what and what are some guys that you think would be a good fit for this Jacksonville job? Uh, well, I think the intrigue is obviously, you know, working with a number one overall draft pick in Trevor Lawrence. Yes, um, I think it's I think it's, uh, you, you know, you're going to have guys coming off injury. Um, you're going to have, you know, James Robinson. You're going to have DJ Chark. You're going to have Travis Etienne. That's nasty. Um, right. Um, I think I think there's some some guys on the defense that are solid pieces. Um, you know, that linebacking core of Josh Allen, and Miles Jack, always solid, um, as the Colts found out this past weekend. Um I said camel. Georgia. I'm so I'm just yeah. I'm just so upset. Um I <laughs> as far as fits go, um, I mean there's there's some interesting guy. I mean, obviously Byron Leftwich makes the most sense, you know, being from that franchise. Um, I agree. Can I give who I'm rooting for? Go ahead. I am rooting for Bill O'Brien to return to the AFC South. Oh, of course. I want to play David Coley and Bill O'Brien four weeks out of the year. That's what well, I want to I, do. I, That's I, what I want to do. Please. I, please let it happen. Please, football gods, let it happen. Please. I, I, I don't. I don't. If I'm if I'm the Jaguars, I, I think the left foot hiring would be sick for a lot of reasons. See, but I don't know that he's ready. I don't. I, I don't. I don't well, buy that. Byron but I'll give Leftwich you a name. The guy behind that. Well, but I'll give you a it's name. Bruce I'll, it's Bruce Arians. I'll give you. I'll give you a name though. I'll give you. Okay. All right. Eric Bieniemy. See, I don't know if that's enough interest for him though. Oh, I should. You have a part of like capital. Feel, you got a number one overall. You got you got as talented as a quarterback. I feel like he would he would want as close to a complete roster job as possible. Think about That's think about got code, okay okay but but, but uh, what about the Dolphins? I mean, Tua or Lawrence? Who are you rather working with right now, Tua or Lawrence? Who's got the better roster? Miami, probably. I take Miami. Eric Bieniemy is not like some super young guy. No, he's, he's been not. passed no, over. He's been. Do you really think he's been waiting all this time to just go in and rebuild an entire roster? But I, but 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 you're already on the. You, you, it's not like you're having to do it from the ground up. Uh, true, true. You've got you've got true. the quarterback. You've got the you you mentioned the pieces. You know th- this is a disaster of an offensive line. You know they they will camera into that. Well, I mean, it's no guarantee that Cam Robinson's coming back to Jacksonville no, no, this year. No, there's not. No, the, and and unless they franchise tag him again. Oh God. 
would <laughs> be a mess if they did that. If this, if this, this team, in my opinion, could just use some an offensive mind is it. I, it, I think it's a joke to hire any defensive coach there. I, I just think it's a joke. You know, you've got to do everything you can to get Lawrence to be what he can be. I mean, like Bryce, I mean, you know, we'll get into it a little bit, but you saw what he did against the Colts. He let him up. And there's no reason that he can't do that when with a good coach and a solid staff and a team in place that can put him in position to do so. You know, and the general manager might have, you know, if they move on from him, if they move on from Balky, then maybe that opens up the opportunity to really start something. But Balky's a clown. I think I think the Jaguars are an interesting coaching job because of the fact that your rebuilding process has kind of started already. You're going to have a lot of money and there's just good young pieces there that I'm optimistic about moving forward. I think Josh Allen's the truth on defense, and I think they got they got some they got some really good players on offense. I don't know. Uh, Jaguars are interesting, uh, but my favorite job not even close to the Minnesota Vikings. And I understand that people's opinion of this job is they're old. Um, this is a core that has been together far too long. Therefore, you have to start building it down. Uh, you have to start tearing it down. Uh, you have to start moving on from pieces. Okay, but if I'm a team that if I'm a team that wants to win now, Bryce, this is a team I'm going to. And I'm telling you, when I trade Kirk Cousins, I'm looking great. I wasn't on this train for a while, but the more I'm thinking about it, Bryce, the more I think Minnesota's got to do that. The new, I think I think this is an interesting job from a general management perspective. When you're looking at 2023, so if you said Bryce. If you did what I did, okay, what I just said is I think Kirk Cousins should be gone. There are teams in the league that will take Kirk Cousins. Say you get a second or a third-round draft pick for Kirk Cousins. You might get a first-round. You might. You might. And if you get that for Kirk Cousins, okay, you're, you're off that deal. And you suck. You just suck. You suck for a year. You have the foundational pieces on defense with obviously a top-five running back. And one of the best wide receivers in the NFL. I don't care what conference. Well, one of the best receiving cores. And one of well, yes, you got to decide what you want to do with Thielen because he's you know freaking thirty four. But you, you know you know what I mean. He's you got to make a decision. Well, KJ Osborne hold, held his own this year too. That too. And if you're the Vikings, you got a strong core going for you. So, for the people leaders, do you? What do you think about this job from a front office perspective? Are you jumping at it? Are you jump like I like Bryce? I, I I kept thinking of your assistant GMs, Bryce. I'm that Colts mm-hmm. assistant GMs for that type of job because of the mm-hmm. way that I think they're going to want to build it from the ground up, especially with Dalvin Cook's explosiveness. <sighs> Can we reminisce for a second? Yeah, go ahead. Do you remember last year's draft? I do. When we were so close to Justin Fields being a Minnesota Viking. Oh, I wanted that to happen so bad. I was ready to hand the NFL shop my money for a Justin Fields Vikings jersey. Vikings would be a cool jersey. For it. It's a cool team. For I love them. They're so clean. They're so clean. Yeah, but are. instead, he's in a Bears jersey. I'm definitely not buying that. No, you're not. <laughs> All their problems will be solved that Justin Fields is there. But anyways... Nonetheless, here we are. It happened. I do think this is an interesting job. I really do. Anthony yeah. Barr and Eric Hendricks, solid linebacking core. Yep. 
Um, they definitely need help at corner. Sure. Um, I think they're at, I think they're front four, front three, uh, probably need a little help as well. But they have good they have good guys there. Neil Hunter guys. has always been good. Yeah. Delvin Tomlinson is still solid. Michael Pierce solid. Sheldon Richardson solid. Yeah. Um, the 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 offensive line is a work in progress. Okay. They gave Brian O'Neill the right tackle the back. Good player. Okay. Um, they they drafted Christian Darisol. He's going to get better. Uh, they have Wyatt Davis at, at guard. He's going to get better. Hundred um, percent. Garrett Bradbury. He's always been solid at center. Always, always. So they have good pieces. So yes, I do like this job. I like this job a lot. I think I have. A, I I actually like Brian Dable for this job. Wow. You like Dable I, as a head coach for this job? I do. I I I like him. Why? Why, why Dable for this? I don't know. I just feel like, I feel like the way when you have, he knows how to take a receiving core and, and, and turn it into something just as a, as a nuclear weapon, right? Yeah. Trayvon Diggs, you got, or, or not Trayvon Diggs, sorry, Stefan Diggs. Okay. That's your corner piece. Justin Jefferson. There's your corner piece. Now you need a second explosive, a, a, a second guy. That's really technical. That could just get open. Right. Okay, Cole Beasley, Emmanuel Sanders. Okay, Adam Thielen. Right. Now you need a third guy that, that can just take the top off every once in a while, just kind of run those routes, make you forget about them. Right? Gabe Davis. Yeah. Gabe Davis. KJ Osborne. Mm-hmm. And then you just need a decent tight end. Dawson Knox took a step this year, I thought. Um, I, Irv Smith, he had the injury, which sucks. I thought he was ready for a breakout year. Um, I think he'll come back and and he'll be productive. There you go. There you go. There you go. Um, and then you have Dalvin Cook in the back. <laughs> Can't go wrong with that one, right? You if if one. you know, if you stick with Kirk Cousins for the last year, uh, unless you make a trade and and you get somebody that's a noticeable upgrade, right? I think Brian Dable's perfect for this job. I really do. Uh, yeah, they've got a lot of money, um, certainly, uh, but Cousins is the main. Victim Justin of the money, Ugh, you know they, they that's the main bulk of the money. Um, yes. you know that's that's just what it is. It's not a bad thing. It's just who it is. It's it's the quarterback position. That's the position you're gonna pay a lot. I mean, basically, what they did. Bryce Rick Spielman said he believed in that roster when they went to the conference title, and he's like, I'm gonna like, I'm gonna double down on it, and it didn't work. And yeah, I don't honestly think he should get a whole lot of criticisms for that because I get it. I get why he did it. Um, and we'll see. I think this is a very interesting opening, both on the front office and the coaching side. Uh, next up, Bryce, let's just go over really quickly, uh, you know, really the game that I think kind of show. you know, we, we're not going to go too deep into games because we really want to preview. Uh, there's one game, I think, that kind of set the tone for the AFC. The NFC pretty much set itself in, uh, but the Colts – uh, absolutely choked against the Jaguars. Just, just, just let me go. Yeah, go ahead. Just let me go. Yeah, go okay. Ahead. Yeah. This is an utter embarrassment to the franchise. This is ridiculous. I am saddened as a Colts fan. It's a joke. It's an absolute joke. Um, we deserve all the Twitter hate that we get from from the Titans and and the Jaguars fans. Uh, the, the Jaguars fans showed up in clown costumes um, in protest of their GM. Well, I, I actually think that they were they were fans for us because we were clowns. We were clowns. Uh, 
in all three phases, we were dominated. Uh, as Frank Reich likes to say, all three phases. Well, how's this? All three phases, we got dominated, and we sucked in all of them. We can't even – our offensive line can't even block Jacksonville's front seven. We can't even get Jonathan Taylor 100 yards against Jacksonville, who he's torn up religiously and relentlessly for the past two seasons. You know, and, and you know, Jim Mercy's got every right to be pissed. And he had every right to call a meeting 100%. that night. 100% that he night, yeah. there is absolutely – I am for him calling Chris Ballard and Frank Reich to sit in that office on Sunday night, and you answer for what just happened out there. Right. right. You know, we get embarrassed. We're, our season's being projected on national television every freaking week, and we go out and we do that. Right. I'll give you a pass on the Raiders game. The Raiders are a tough team. I, oh, God. And you, you need to eat it on that, Caleb, but that's a different no, thing. We'll talk about it. All right, yeah, and you're going to eat it. You and Zach Griffith are going to We'll talk it. about it. But to lose to Jacksonville, that's a joke. And now, now oh. Jim Irsay released a letter today, this yeah. evening, to the fans. It was short, sweet, to the point. The buck stops with me. I will make changes. We will be better. We will be back next season. And I believe him. And I believe him. Well, I think. Can I be honest? The change, the change starts at quarterback. I, well, that's where I'm going, Caleb. That's where I'm going. No, you're not. You're yes, gonna, you're yes, gonna agree with me. No, I'm, uh, listen. Wow. This it, is big so, for you. so, so, here's my thing. Here's my thing. All right. So let me. This is big for you. So, well, let's talk about this here for a second. Okay, we're looking at the state of Indiana sports as a whole. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We the two biggest teams in Indiana are uh, the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah. And the Indiana Pacers. You are correct. Okay. When we look at the Pacers, we have owners that are being cheap and that are okay with staying in the dinosaur age of basketball. Period. We look at the Colts. Jim Irsay has been touting Chris Ballard and Frank Reich through the streets like they're gods. Yeah, he has. He has Uh, told us that these are the guys that's going to lead us to a title and to be a, a major contender again. We thought this was the season to do it. He approved all of all of the OKs. He's like, all right, you want Carson Wentz? Go get Carson Wentz. Go do it. Fine. If that's what you think it's going to take, go do it. And now it, it hasn't worked. And Carson Wentz played poorly in the in the last two games. Horrible. And now Jim Irsay is about to take things into his own hands. He's going to be more hands on than he's ever been before. That makes me nervous, though. It may, it, but I think he's serious. But I think he's serious. I, 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 know, I think he's I know serious. Where his heart is. I just. I think he's. Ser- I think he's serious, though. We'll, we'll see. I, I, look, I mean, it's not like we're going to do something, you know, crazy like trade for Kirk Cousins, right? I, I don't think that's it. I don't think that's the deal, right? But I think there's going to be some serious, some serious heavy pursuit because here's the thing: we played Mister Nice Guy in the Stafford deal, and we got we got our Jimmy's whipped. We lost out on Matthew Stafford. And we went with Carson Wentz instead. We got outbid. I don't think Jim Irsay is going to let us get outbid ever again. But but then I would. But then I'd counter though. You can't. You already tossed the first, right? You tossed we the first. We, we, we'll Wentz. offer more. We'll offer more because right. I think the I think the roster is almost there. But the but the but then you're you're losing and depleting on even more draft picks, which is what Brown's bread and butter is. Here is my prediction. Oh, God. <laughs> Here's my prediction. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. Let's. I told let's, Zach Griffith this. Oh, God. Here's my prediction. Oh, God. 
the next quarterback for the Indianapolis Colts is going to be Aaron Rodgers. Oh, come on, come on. Price next year, you think Rogers is your guy? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. They're gonna have to do the the, the magnitude of that of, of how that would work. Ursay's not messing around, bro. I don't think he's gonna mess around. Ursay is not Rogers. messing around. So okay, fine, fine. You would, you, you would have to do you. I, that's a big time move, man. I don't know. So here, here's my other thing. Here's my other thing. I'm not predicting this. I'm just throwing this out okay. here because because I wouldn't be a Colts fan if I didn't. You saw who was in the building this past Monday night, didn't you? Oh God. Oh God. Do not do this to yourself. <laughs> do not do this to yourself. Was Jimmy from the Colts there? Oh God. Was Jimmy from the Colts there, Caleb? <laughs> Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck was there. He was just saying. Andrew Luck. He was there. Just saying. I just think he's. I think it's. I'm just saying, Caleb. I'm just saying. I don't know if that'd be enough. I I just don't. I don't know. But Uh, here's the thing. Here's the thing about Aaron Rodgers, right? Okay, it'd be the best defense he's ever played with, right? I feel like we can, you know, he can make do with any any weapons around him. He really well, you, can. You know, yeah, but you you would improve that. You, he's not just going to go in there and be okay with the Colts cast. He's just not. It's not a good enough cast. I mean, you saw it. Just you saw it. Just you saying. saw it yourself. Just you saying. saw it yourself this season with that cast, and you know it. They're going to have to go do something. And you're going to have to figure out. You're going to have to open but, up some money to get somebody else to just, play their wide receiver. Right. So that's the thing. Either you go sign a big time wide receiver because if if you don't get a, a quarterback that's better than Carson Wentz, there's no point of, of moving off of him. There's no point. So, OK, so so here, here's my thing. All right. You see, I think they're keeping Carson Wentz next year. Absolutely. I don't. I think. They're OK, so if they keep even though. I wouldn't have made them in the first place, but if you, but they're going to keep next year. If they keep car, they're going to keep Carson Wentz next year. I think there is no question they're going to go get a wide receiver next year. They're going to pay the bag for wide receiver. What if Derek Carr was available? He won't be. What if he is? I mean, it seems to come up every year. Well, but you know, you you and I both know when that with that team being a playoff level team and elite level playoff team, top eight quarterback. But if Mike Mayock is still there. That's valid. Well, that's valid. Well, we'll, we'll have more conversations saying, about this. Just later. saying. And that, and that leads us into our playoff matchups. We're going to discuss some preview them a little bit for you uh, before we conclude the show. And we're going to do NFC, AFC, and then, you know, that's how we're going to do it every other. And we'll start off with the matchup that's got the most intrigue to the betters. The Niners against the Cowboys, a matchup with Dallas reeling the Niners sizzling. I'm excited for uh, this know, game. I mean, this is a game that's got a chance to be big. You know, you got the Niners, Brown and Pound football, Dallas with their high-level octane defense against and an excited. offense that's, you know, kind of been struggling in the past game. They're going to have to stop that defensive line of the Niners. Bryce, what, what's your thoughts here? You you think there's an upset brewing here in, in, uh, in Dallas? <laughs> Caleb, this is probably one of the better matchups. Um, actually... I think it is the matchup of the weekend. 
I really do. I get it. Um, I think both teams are fairly healthy. You know, Jimmy G's had the thumb thing. Uh, we saw that kind of affect him the past couple of weeks. So that'll be interesting to see how they handle that. Debo Samuel is um, a rich man's Cordero Patterson, if you will. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm hoping Zeke is is healthy, is 100% for this game. I, totally. I hope we finally get to see like a heavy doses of Zeke. All right, so you've been you've been cutting his carries like all season. Um like I can the only thing I can think of is you're saving him for the playoffs, which is fine. Yeah, that's fine. So now just run him into the ground. If that's what if that's what you're if That's what was. you're going to do. Yeah. Um Dallas will lose if Amari Cooper only has 3 catches. They will lose. They will lose. That's my prediction. Uh, the key I to this mean, game is Amari Cooper. They they're gonna need they're gonna need to get that balance going. Let's start out with the Dallas offense. You mentioned it. I'll go into my thoughts. Um, you know, I think Dak Prescott's been. I've liked Dak Prescott this season. Oh, I have when to. he had his like. Look, He's comeback player of the year. People's like second half. Of, people are just like, well, I don't know if he can do it. Like, say, you know, he was struggling for a couple games. Washington game kind of exempted him a little bit. Uh, you want to be you want to be a top five quarterback in the NFL. You win this game. Yeah, and absolutely. I think, and I think game. Dak is Dak. Dak needs to do that. Uh, he needs to do that. This is a game that they can win. I think. I think they they can win. I think they can win as constructed against the Snyder's team. The key for them is can they control the tempo in their ways? And and you know when you're looking at offense, I just want to see Kellen Moore get creative. Let's see that running game open up a little more. Let's see. Let's see some more ways to get that going. Not just traditional single back formation, run it up the gut look. Okay, give me something different. And I think Dallas certainly has a talent in that room to do that offensively. I think the key for this game, Bryce, I mean, and I think you you would agree with me as well, is the trenches. Particularly if Dallas's offensive line doesn't hold up against that vaunted Niners defensive line. Tyron Smith is not healthy. He hasn't been healthy. He's been battling a lot. Oh, he's back from COVID. He's, he's back. Okay, but he got his butt killed by Chandler Jones against the Cardinals. Yes, and he he's did. gonna have he's gonna have to go against Nick Bosa this week in a big time game. He's having a very and, good season. You know, he's having a great he's having a great season. I love what Nick's doing. And they're gonna have to come out there and stop him. And this is not the Dallas offensive line that you and I have been used to, even dating like three or four years ago. Okay. This is just a different group. They're not bad, but they're just not great. And hey, they're going to have to be very good for them to win. Very San good. Francisco, San Francisco's got to worry about Michael Parsons. Yeah, I mean, and, that, and that, that's a good that's a good point. I mean, let's jump into that side. You know, you look at the Niners and you look at what they're going to present offensively. They're going to want to control the tempo, okay? And and they're going to want to do it through the ground game, the creativity of Elijah Mitchell, Debo Samuel, and then they're going to try to get Trent Williams back. And I think Bryce from the San Francisco Niners offense. You know, it's just going to have to be, can they find ground game against that Cowboys defensive line? The Cowboys are going to get to quarterback, but can they stop the run? Do you think they're going to stop the run? It's a good question. It's a good question. I I don't know, man. I think it can go either way. Caleb, who's your pick? I'll take Dallas. I'll take Dallas. I'll take Dallas at home. I like what Dallas is doing at home. Um, 
I think they're out to prove something. I, I think the Niners have been very good this season. Uh, but I just, I think I got Dallas. I, it's, it's, I'm not like super confident. You had to think about Dallas. it though. Yeah. You had to think about it. You have that. to think about it. Um, man, the line's only three. Dallas is favored by three. That it shows you, that shows you why it's so close. Right. I mean, that's, that's insane because think the next game we talk about, we talk about the line is 12 and a half home team favored. Um, it's an unbearable game. That next game. <laughs> it is. I, we're probably not going to spend too long on it. All right. Give me Dallas, dude. I, I don't know right. why I have this weird attraction to Dallas like every single year, but I do. It's so weird. It's so weird. Let's see that offense open up. Big game for Kellen Moore. I agree. If Kellen, Moore, if, if Kellen Moore wants a head coaching job, this is the game to show it. Yeah. And, and you know, and, and Bryce, I'm put up a shot. Well, to flip it on you, this is a game for D'Amico Ryan's. A hot yes. defensive name. Yes. Uh, this is a chance for him to step up and make some noise. Next yes. up, the Chiefs and the Steelers. Oh, disgusting. Um, this is disgusting. The I Steelers mean, shouldn't even be in the playoffs. This is disgusting. I mean, they're going to win the If they're going to win the game. They're not. Steelers are going to win the game. Well, just, you know, Bryce, we got to do it. Fine. They're going to win the game. They're going to win the game by keeping it, run the football, high-level defense, and not get torched by Byron Pringle. And... If the, if the Steelers are going to win this game, it's going to come down to their defense and low-scoring, ugly mugfest. Big Ben doesn't even think he has a chance. literally just played them like two weeks ago. They killed them. Um, what can Pittsburgh do to change that? Um, I guess that's the question. Is there, is there anything that Pittsburgh's going to do to adjust and make that anything different? No. So my only my I don't even need to talk about this game because this is just the Steelers shouldn't even be in the playoffs. Yeah. Here's the other bad thing. This is the Sunday night game. Oh, it's ridiculous. So this is what you want to put out on Sunday night. Instead of <laughs> why why do I not have Niners Cowboys on Sunday night? What but you which one NBC has Raiders Bengals? I'd rather watch Raider Bengals on Sunday night. Oh, absolutely. I'd rather, uh, yeah, Raiders, Bengals, just do the same. Night. Yeah, do, yeah, like, do something different. The Monday night game is phenom- it, well, phenomenal. Well, 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 we'll talk about it. I have my hesitations, but yeah, this is a joke. This is the Sunday night. I'm not even going to watch this game, Caleb. I'll be straight with you. I'm not even going to watch this game. I'm going to sit and probably watch a movie with Abby. You know what? You got, you got, you know, that's, that's, that's where you and I come in. Okay. I'm, I'm this, I, I'm what you call. Uh, the you like watching crap who was living that it was living alone. Look, listen, I've watched a lot of crap football games this year. I don't want to watch another one in the playoffs. I really don't. That's fair. You remember, you remember that Brown Steelers playoff game last oh, year? God. Yeah. Yeah. That's what that's going to be. Oh, oh, Lord. Next up, uh, we got the Bucks and the Eagles. Eagles. I'm First intrigued. year coach, Nick Sirianni. I'm Bryce, intrigued. I'm takes intrigued. his team to the playoffs. Tampa's banged up like nobody's business. I'm intrigued. Upset alert? I'm intrigued. Upset alert. Do you have upset alert? Um, potentially. Now, now they're, Tampa's getting some guys back. They're getting uh, Shaq Barrett back. Um, and there are, they also got another key piece back. I don't remember. On the defensive side. They might get JPB back. Uh, JPB yeah, back. yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Um, I'm intrigued. It might be interesting for a while, but it is Bruce Arians and Tom Brady. Um, 
Tom Brady normally makes the weirdest guys look really, really good, a.k.a. Brashad Perryman, um, Scotty Miller, and uh, Tyler Johnson, and Cyril Grayson. If that's not a Tom Brady receiver, I don't know who is. Literally never heard of the guy. Well, he was a track star. He didn't play football at college. Oh, well, there you go. There you go. That's perfect. (laughs) Tom Brady loves throwing to to college quarterbacks and high school track stars. And and the the thing with this game that I think will be very interesting, um, Tom Brady's going to get the ball out fast. Fletcher Cox is going to pressure from within the middle. They have to be good if they want a chance. They're, they're, to me, it's that second level, Bryce. You and I have bashed that second level for the last year and a half. Yeah, because their secondary is pretty decent. They've done they've done nothing in terms of their linebacking core to get better. And, you know, this is a secondary that I think I agree they've had very good moments. You could put Darius Slay on Mike Evans. Um, Avante Max been better. You know, it's it's not like you're you're sitting there with a horrible secondary. It's that second level, man. It's a second level. Can they stop enough? Can they do enough? And Fournette's going to be back. And, so. if, and and to me, that's that might be the factor, Bryce, that yeah. puts the bucks over the top is yeah, sure. him being able to run the ball like that. And, you know, if you're the Eagles, Bryce, you're going to have this game scripted. If you're down, I almost think if you're down maybe seven points, eight points in this game, you're not winning. No. The Eagles are going to have to script that game. They're going to have to lead early. They're going to have to lead early and control the clock on them early. Like if I'm the Eagles and I get, the, if, you know, I'm, I'm trying to receive on the coin toss. I'm trying to set the tone mm-hmm. because I can't, I cannot beat these guys down seven, nothing. I'm sorry. I can't do it. And, and that, and that, you know, when I'm looking at the Eagles offense, they've got a great running game, but I think Jalen Hurts has got to open that. He's got to open that thing up. Mm-hmm. He's got to get the ball down the field against that lousy secondary. And he's, he's got to throw it down there. He's got to make him pay Devonte Smith. I think has got an opportunity to have a big game if they scheme it up right. I think so too. And you know who shouldn't see the field? Go ahead. JJ Arcego Whiteside. And yeah, dude has no business. If I yeah, see him on the field, I swear my life. He's, he's got he's got he's got no business. He's got no business. Why is he on a roster? <laughs> I I think I think Chris Watkins, whoever that guy, bring back Travis Fulgham. What happened to that guy? I like Quest. What, what happened to Travis Fulgham? He was awesome. He was he was not. They could move on, move on. You 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 were a little obsessed with him. You he was awesome. Your, you had him on your fantasy team. You were getting old. He's great. Yeah, you're getting lucky. Go on, Fulgham. Go on. Whatever. Go on. What's next? Next, we got the uh, Patriots Bills. That's a that's a fun. Miss game. me on this game? No, it's not. No, it's I, not. No, it is fun. It, no, it's not. No, why it's is it not. not fun? No, it's not because Mac Jones is showing that he's a rookie right now, and that's what's going to happen in this game. You think he's just going to suck again? Yeah, I do. Do you think it's that simple? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to try to give a more detailed explanation. But, 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 Bryce, but Bryce, they just they just put up 50 on Jacksonville. Yeah, go look and see how many rushing touchdowns there in my head. I'm not. I'm. I'm not. I'm not saying. I. I think this game would be. All defense and Bills Bills are hot, bro. Win the Bills are hot. The Bills are the Bills are hot. They look like the the team to beat. I mean, let's keep it a buck. They look like a team to beat. You know, when you got that running game going and Josh Allen running the ball like that, you got a chance to beat anybody. Okay, and I think the Bills know that. I think they're continuing to show that. They're starting to take advantage, pick apart the Patriots in terms of matchups they like, and um, 
I, I agree with you. I think the Bills win. I do think this will be close. I think the chess match of this is going to be close. I'll be curious to see how that running game of the Patriots uh, churns against the Bills. Do the Bills have enough pride uh, to keep stopping them? There's a legit question to have there. They've had moments where that's obviously slipped up. I, I, my big thing, Bryce, is, I mean, Bill Belichick in the playoffs, is, is he's a different breed. He is. McDermott, yes, I McDermott is not. And if I'm if I'm the Bills, this is a type of win I really need to get off the gates. If I can if I can beat the Patriots, Bryce, if I can beat Belichick, and, and I'm thinking of it from the Bills' perspective, not just from like a, our perspective, but from the Bills' perspective. If I can beat our division rivals who have basically owned the AFC for the last 20 years, okay, why can't I beat anybody else? Like the Bills have an opportunity right here to set the tone to be the AFC champions. And if they lose? There's got to be a level of, I think you got to just readjust what you're about. You got to give McDermott the sack. No, you don't fire him because there's, there's like 20 teams that take him right now. There's like 20 teams that take McDermott right now. I don't think he's the problem. Now Mm. the thing, the thing they're going to have to, the thing they're going to need to, you know, in my opinion, look into is I think their their biggest criticism is the running game. The the way they've been able to run the ball is not smart. I think they're taxing their quarterback. Josh Allen looks gassed, you know, because he's having to take so much. I agree with that. And, and it, it turns into turnovers. And it, and it can turn into turnovers. And if, if against Bill Belichick, it probably will turn into turnovers. And they're going to have to answer that in the playoffs for whoever they face. And that's going to be my biggest factor. Can the Bills find success in the ground game besides Josh Allen? Mm. Besides Josh Allen. And, and, and the Patriots are going to make other people beat him. I just believe that. I, I just believe that. Next up, I, a very intriguing Monday night game. Uh, the Cardinals against the Rams. Two NFC West rivals. Kingsbury against McVay. Uh, McVay, McVay has, has shown a decent playoff record. Kingsbury has never been. Uh, Kyler Murray uh, has never been. Matt Stafford, not a lot of success. Never won a playoff game. Uh, Bryce, you know, th- this this defense also depleted with injuries. They're bringing in Eric Weddle. Cardinals bringing back J.J. Watt. <laughs> what are your thoughts? Because, I mean, with the injuries, I think it makes it a little more interesting uh, because I think if the Rams had to say Jordan Fuller back, maybe a Taylor Rapp uh, available, it's a different breed. But if you have both those guys out, that's a very different Rams team on that back end. And the Cardinals can make you pay, you know, despite not having Hopkins. Can they, though, Caleb? Can they? Can they make you pay without Hopkins? I don't without know if I buy that. I don't well, know if I buy well, that. Well, because the Rams so, don't have enough. I don't think the Rams have enough with their depth. You sure about that? Go on. I don't know about that. So here's my thing. I think the Rams win this easily. Um, I think Hopkins makes that much of a difference. Hopkins is a game breaker. And Kyler Murray, when he's when he's in trouble, it's Hopkins. That's interesting that you said that. It's Hopkins. I mean, I I don't I don't believe it might be close for a little bit. Um, But you want to talk about taxing a quarterback, Caleb? Wow. They tax Kyler Murray like crazy. Yeah, they do. With how much he runs around to make one throw yeah. sometimes. I don't know. I think if the Rams just stick to their game, because um, I'll tell you what, they looked really sharp last week. Yeah, they did. 
They looked really sharp. I thought Sean McVay's play calls were just money. They were just on point. Uh, like, like this was, it was a, it was a vintage Sean McVay play calling game. Yeah. And I think he's ready for the playoffs. Um, I think it could be fun for a little bit, but, but give me the Rams in this. I really like them. I like, I like the way that they're running the football with Michelle. Uh, and now they have acres back. So, yeah. you know, you got somebody to, to spell Michelle. I still think Michelle's going to be the lead back. Um, Cooper cup is always open. So security blanket. And then you, you got Odell who who's sure handed. Yeah. He's been very good. Did, did, did you watch the Rams game? Yeah. Do you remember early in the game? It was like third and 13 or third and 11 down. And the Rams were deep in their own territory. And Matthew Stafford threw a ball in a double coverage to Odell. And he yeah. went up and just got it. I was like, what? Did he, how did he just catch it? Like, I was amazed. I was honestly imagine amazed. Imagine I, not throwing him the ball and being like a Mayfield. <laughs> Dude, I, I, I'm pretty sure I just said out to my loud to myself, like, how did he just catch that? Yeah, he's, he, I was, he's on another planet that they're, they're, they're figuring out ways to use him. It's and then, good. Then, then you get a little Higby action. Well, Higby, well, Higby, Higby is a good tight end. I don't he care what you and Zach end. say. Zach, Zach he, hates on Higby and it's he a does. joke. He does it's hate joke. Higby. I don't, he, he thinks a he's joke. a product of the ski right now. No, it's a, that's a joke. Higby is solid. He's a solid tight end. Higby nothing is more, solid. nothing less. Solid. He's yeah. the Rams are a team. I think against the Cardinals that have the advantage of just straight experience. And I think they know Bryce, if they lose, if they lose their first game of the playoffs, the takes Bryce will come oh, out the roof. Oh, oh it will oh. be it'll be rough sledding for this team. Oh. You know, after they uh, make it all those signings to just oh, lose one game. Yeah. I just I can't see it. I give me the Rams. I like the Rams. Uh next up, Raiders, Bengals. Oh, this is a juicy. This is a juicy, oh, juicy. juicy matchup. But I, gotta, but I gotta say something first. No, you need you need if if, if it is not an apology first. to the Raiders, I, I don't want to hear something it. First, I gotta apologize. To yeah, Las you do. Vegas That's Raiders. right, you do. That's I right. Hate you do. It. That's I right. Hate you do. It. Because you know what? Here's the thing. Who's been I right all season? Who's no, been right all no, season? No, no, let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. I I said by the biggest my biggest thing with the Raiders had nothing to do with their talent. It had everything to do with the fact that I thought this was too much to overcome. And the fact of the matter is, no, you were hating on them not, before the season. No, no, because yes, I, you no, were. No, yes, you were. I yes, Derek you were. No, <laughs> yes, you were. I hated other draft picks. I hated other draft picks. I hated other draft picks. I thought they were dead. I thought they were a team that probably would be closer to last. The Leatherwood pick is still bad. It's still bad. The, the, I will give you that. Well, the, Ra- the Raiders, the Raiders in general over the draft have significantly missed. Uh, but Derek Carr's top ten quarterback, and that's that's why they're in this position. And you know, I think when you see them against the Bengals, I think there's a chance the Raiders can pull this out. Man, I really do. They they control the game in their in their hands. They get they get the ball in their clock. They get this game ugly. Uh, they played earlier in the year. Raiders Bengals Bengals won, but by how much? What was it? A was like, yeah yeah not insanely close. Like seventeen. Okay. Like, I think the Bengals have a chance to get this. I kind of think they're going to win. Like the motiv- motivation and the juice would not shock me to see the Raiders pull this off. Would so, not. so step at, step out of that for a minute and just tell me who do you want to win? Like who who are you rooting for? The Bengals. I think they've got a chance to be the new dynasty in the AFC. Dynasty. Chance. 
Low chance. Low chance. You know, dynasty is a very big word. Like that's Low. like that's like ter- in the terminology of, of generational you talent. Me, you asked me what I thought. I that not. is. I'm just saying it's low. It's. I'm just saying that's. Ooh. There's. There's. There. 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 There's some intrigue with the Bengals. I'm not saying. Ooh. I'm not trying to sit there and be like, dude. Do not throw. Dynasty. Do not. Do not throw that term around loosely. I'm not locking. You use I'm that not very loosely. In. I know you're not locking it in. in, but but you you use that very flippantly because I'm because you you said what do you think about this game? What are you wanting to see? That what was you, flippant. Caitlin, and I think I'm this has a chance. You. And I'm saying this has a chance to be a big opportunity for this franchise. Okay. Okay. All right. That's all I'm saying. I like I, I like this game. Um, I am going to try to tune into this game. Um, I should be able to for a majority of it. So, ah, man, yeah, we have we one. have flash versus trash, <laughs> and I and I mean trash like the Raiders just win ugly. Where the Bengals when they Are win they flash. win with style, <laughs> yeah. right? It's deep bombs to Jamar Chase, like three three of them throughout the game, and he scores on all of them, you know. Um, oh, because they both have a good pass rush too. Yeah, I guess it really comes down to corner play. Huh. It really does, It'll and I down. like Casey Hayward. Yeah. I, I like Casey Hayward a lot for the Raiders. He's um, very good. They don't have anybody like that in Cincinnati. No, but they, they have a collective unit that's pretty good, man. They do. I agree with that. Von Bell back there. Eli Apple's had a solid season. He's not their their cornerback no, one, no. but Bates the cornerback. Oh man, dude. Things I'm excited good. for this game. I yeah, can't it's believe it's game. the first game. I'm very excited for it. It's a good game. I don't even know game. who to pick. The line, the line shockingly, it's Cincinnati favored by five and a half. I think that's too high. I did too. They're both ten and seven. <laughs> I did too. I thought like that, that. That that's very high. I feel it like that's going to change, but okay, I think it's high sure. too. I think it's. I think Cincinnati favored by three. I think that's where it should be. That's what I thought. It was funny you said that. I literally I looked through my if, if Buffalo money responsibly. Right. <laughs> if Buffalo's <laughs> only favored by four against the Pats, I feel like the Bengals should be only favored by like three. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Like the like Rams it. are only favored by four. Come on. Yeah, it's fair. That's fair. I agree. Interesting. All right. What you, what you're leaning towards? You're leaning towards the Bengals? Or the Raiders? I don't know, man. You're going I... against your guy, Joey B. <sighs> it's a good game. It's a good Dude, game. I don't know who to pick. I really don't even know who to pick. Um Give me the Raiders. They're gonna pay. They're gonna Give play the passion. Okay. They're gonna right. play passioned, okay. and it's gonna be fun. It's gonna. I be don't fun. hate it. I don't hate it. I think that. I think this is gonna be a good game. What a great week we got! Uh, and, and once again, thank you for listening to the Zach Podcast.